Hello everyone and welcome to Bobacast Season 2, Episode 11. It's uh, been a long while since I've introduced the cast, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, quite a cast lined up for you this week, but I'll just introduce everyone before we start. Uh, of course, joining us every week, we have uh, PPN Steve, the webmaster of Pokemon Palace Network and one of our key affiliates. Hey everyone, how's it going? Joining us also, we have the owner of the Bulba Garden chat room on IRC, Satoshi-kun. Hey, what's going on? Not to mention uh, the uh, administrator on Bulba Garden forums, also a very visible regular and op on the Bulba Garden chat rooms, uh, Kasumi. Hello there. And joining us for the first time this season, I believe, we have, uh, how should I describe him? The administrator on Bobble Garden's firms, the person responsible for most of the system's back end on Bobble Garden and its server, the Malaysian miracle, Zen Lin. Uh, good morning. Getting straight into it, um, this week's episode, uh, I think most of us here have seen that by now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, considering that this is uh, yet another filler episode, what did you guys all think about it? Well, what, you nothing? know, when they're actually able to do good stuff with filler, that, that, that is actually showing that we have some creativity this time around. And I think this creativity is going to push the um, series quite a bit longer now. And it might be a good show of the creativity to come in actual non-filler episodes. It seems to be a rehash of some previous episodes with Ashes to A-Bomb. So, it's hard to say, really. It's interesting music, but it seems to be a repeat. Mm. Even if it is a repeat, at least it's not a repeat of something that's been used from the very beginning of Kanto. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not not something that's been drug around the sandbox and spit out and thrown into the creek or something. Yeah, Yeah, it's still amusing, for now. It's, mm-hmm. it's yes. still fresh enough that it doesn't annoy us. No. Yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not another Psyduck joke. <laughs> What's wrong with Psyduck jokes? Maybe I'm just we being nostalgic for them. <laughs> I, I, I love Psyduck, Psyduck, but that is something that kind of did get overused. Yeah. Well, yeah. I suppose we're a bit nostalgic for those sorts of ones now, since we haven't seen them oh, for a while. They, they, yeah. Could probably get away with it if it happened again, but they couldn't do it again and again and again and again and again. Well, there is a yeah. side yeah. thing in the game, so... Mm. Mm. I suppose the most annoying thing about this episode, though, was just that the uh, release copy we all would have seen didn't actually include the uh, trivia section, because this was supposed to be a one-hour special this week, wasn't it? Yes, it was. How... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they've ever included any segments. And uh, to the best of my knowledge, Pokemon Sunday, the ones that are not recaps, don't seem to be well released either. That's true. I mean, I used to release them back when I was living in Japan, but I don't think anyone else ever made releases of them, did they? Not that I know. Mm, the earlier ones, they were pretty much were released, but after a while no, they stopped releasing. Hmm. It's a bit of a pity the, that, I mean... The regular character is. changed, and yeah. he didn't do the uh, specific Pokemon Sundays. He only did a few. Mm. 
Yeah. I mean, of course... Uh, we don't even know if to hear or she. Well, I mean, what not all yeah. our listeners might not actually be aware of is that Kasumi, or Misty, was actually meant to be the host of this trivia section, or at least yeah. her voice actor. Um, we don't really know exactly what went on there, because we've only got, like, one trivia question from the episode show up in the uh, versions we all saw, but... Well, we're assuming she was basically in character as Misty during the trivia contest. Mm-hmm. Basically acting as a host. A yeah, like she used to do on Hoso. Right. Uh, but the thing is, the trivia was live action as far as I know. Yes, it was. Huh? Wait, if it was live action, how could she be in character? Well... Exactly. She wouldn't be yeah. Misty, but she would be speaking as Misty's voice. Mm. Though, I I recall, when we saw the little clip in the episode that we all downloaded, uh, we didn't actually see a live-action thing. We just saw basically a text and her voicing it over. But the voice was... There was. If you looked at the clip from last week, the preview of it. Oh, okay. Live-action. I see. Is that her real voice, then? Because I, I thought she that sounded like Misty's voice. It sounded like 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 her voice, yeah. It sounded like it was in character. But maybe she's just using that because it's familiar. Yeah, or I suppose that's true. You know, mm. because well, we know that Inuyama Inoko for who does Meowth, apparently she speaks on the radio show. She sounds well like that. And we also had Natsuha Motorika on the movie cast, if you've watched that, and she sounds like Satoshi Ash. On the show, although she claims that her natural voice has actually become like that after so many years of acting the character. Uh, I see. Mm. Hmm. Okay. I suppose, of course, uh, the thing we're most concerned about with Misty is uh, what's going to happen with her now. Um, the big news this week, of course, being that um, from actually reading up on her blog and uh, translating that, we've discovered that she's actually recorded a few more segments. Uh, we don't know for what. We don't know if it's recorded hmm. yet. We know that there are plans to. Oh, well, yes, that's point, yes. Uh, there are special episodes coming up soon, but of course, if she hasn't actually recorded anything yet, it's unlikely she's part of those. Well, maybe there's some secret project going on, or Misty... Yeah, uh... she will announce details in the future. Mm. That'd be nice. Dun, dun, she... dun, dun. Maybe Misty's she... coming back. Well, uh, she did originally announce uh, this one as being on Pokemon Sunday and then took it back and said, oops, sorry, it's actually on the one-hour special that's on tonight. And I'm just thinking, I mean, okay, fine, if it was a a live-action piece, I could see how she could mix that up with Pokemon Sunday. But on the other hand, what if she said Pokemon Sunday because she recorded a piece with Pokemon Sunday and she got the two confused. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Well, I will have to wait and see. Yes, we will. Well, I suppose all we can do is, uh, as Satoshi just said there, wait and see. Uh, yeah, cross your fingers and hope. Yeah, well, I know there's a lot of people out there who are hoping for Misty to return. What else were we meaning to speak about here with regards to this episode? 
I actually like uh, how Ash reacted to uh, Apon being with Jesse, and he was afraid uh, of Apon going with her at the end of the episode. It did seem like he would initially. Yeah. I mean, if he was only after the bananas, how come he was still happy with Jesse before he even knew about the bananas? There was this news article earlier this week. Yuriko Yamaguchi is on maternity leave as right. voice actor for Joy, but in this episode, it's still her. So. Ah. Well, that's how, a good point. How yes. In advance was the episode recorded? That's a good point. Um, though, of course, since Joy's parts are fairly small and don't generally have her interacting with a large number of the characters, they can actually be recorded solo as opposed to having been done with the whole group of actors. It, mm-hmm. It's possible she may have recorded her parts months in advance, whereas everyone else only recorded their parts two weeks ago. Could have Could been, be. as long as there was a script yeah. already. Mm. Also, I mean, we know with Misty's voice actor, and I'm sorry, I don't know her name. Zen, can you provide that? Her name is Mayumi Izuka. Mayumi Izuka? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Mayumi Izuka, um, we know that she's recorded all these parts for Pokemon, either as Misty or as live action or whatever, but since, at the very least for this Pokemon Sunday one, that wasn't actually part of a main episode, that could have also been recorded either a long time ago or much, much more recently than the rest of the episode this week. Yes. It's possible. For the uh, quiz section this week, mm. when this week, according to her blog, she says that it, she completed recording on the 6th, which is two days before. Which doesn't actually surprise me much with the live-action things, because I, I'm fairly sure they are recorded uh, in the same week as they're broadcast. I mean, I'm not sure what segments the show's still got, but if it's what it was before, I mean, all those little game segments between kids from various schools, you could record a bunch of those months in advance and just put in whichever one you liked each week. They didn't have any references. And just do the five, Mm. ten minutes of actual live hosting by the guys in the studio, uh, record that a day or two before the thing goes to air. Yeah, no, but that's not as fun. Um, also, we need to do something to kill the Pokemon Online thing at PokemonOnline.org. They ought to kill it. So. It will legally be killed. Yeah, well, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I think. Yeah, well, I, well, I want to mention this actually in the cast today because um, this has actually become a big issue now because they got posted up on uh, Joystick and DS Fanboy and. Uh, while myself and a couple of other webmasters, uh, not a, actual general gaming webmasters, not actually Pokemon website webmasters, um, we've all posted up and have exactly the same experience. Harris has gone around claiming that he's been authorised by Nintendo to do this, but Nintendo's lawyers have confirmed that uh, no, he hasn't, and that email he sent to you that was supposedly forwarded from one he received from us doesn't exist. So... I want to just get that out, because there's a lot of people who are associating with him under the 
uh, assumption that he is legit and he's not. Not even close. Okay, well, let's continue here. We may as well. Um, Next topic is... Let's go to question of the week. Next up with the question of the week, well, uh, we'd normally have winter here, but unfortunately uh, winter's recently accepted a uh, job opportunity with uh, another site, uh, not actually a Pokemon site, just uh, I believe a site focused on another anime, so he doesn't actually have the uh, time to join us now. But uh, from now on presenting the question of the week, I do believe we have Satoshi-kun. So, uh, Satoshi-kun, take it away. Okay, the question of the week was to create a character in the Pokemon anime to describe what he or she looks like and what role does he or she play. Also, what Pokemon does he or she have. Also, an alternate question was to take a story that had been in the news recently and had received a ridiculous amount of attention and to make it wacky and Pokemon-related. So, I'm going to first read the characters that were created then, after that, I will read the news stories. Well, Habuneku has a character that is named Mac, who is an older, muscular, macho man who likes to fight with such Pokemon as Executor and Decidon. Neku answered that she has a girl with long brown hair that is done in pigtails, has brown eyes, glasses, and pale skin. Well, she is a girl who ended up working with Team Rocket as a covert agent after she turned up on their doorstep two years ago with a bad case of amnesia. She is a very sarcastic girl who wields a wooden sword and a very neurotic sneasel who eventually ends up having to nab an heirloom for Giovanni. Witchboy wrote about a character named Shiori Motosua who designs Pokeballs using a self-crafted machine which changes the Pokeball's inside environment to make it a much more enjoyable stay for her Pokemon. She hopes that this will enable Pokemon that stay in her special Pokeballs to be much better prepared to participate in Poke Battles. She has a Porygon 2 to help with uh, the programming for the balls, a Pachirisu for the power, a Magby for welding, a Delibird for deliveries, a Blossom for beauty and inspiration, and her starter Blastoise, who is also her best friend. Eevee1 decided to write a new story that goes like this. There have been reports of violence around the Sevi Islands. Reports of violence are reported to have been violent in nature and possibly are being caused by violent Pokemon with nothing better to do than report and cause violence. In just a few moments, we will cross live to a professor who will tell us more about these violent acts of violence in our violent but peaceful community. Follow us as reporters report on the reported violence. Okay. And in other news, Olivine in flames. Missiles headed towards Saffron City. News at 11. Shiru and Fubuki wrote... Breaking news, I'm Tom Nadal with the startling news report. A local Shino trainer, Hikari, has been arrested for spreading honey on trees. 
Environmentalists state that the honey, made specifically by Mitsu honey, has a damaging effect on the trees that it is spread on. In particular, the honey covering the tree can interrupt the tree's photosynthesis and other proper tree functions. Also, Pokemon drawn to the honey can become violent if approached for reasons unknown. Thus, the honey is considered a biological hazard. Hikari, if found guilty, faces jail time and a hefty fine, as well as community service for a pajama to clean off all of the affected trees. And last, but not least, we have Bluntosaur. And he has written, A startling revelation in the Boston Aqua Teen Hunger Force terrorist strike. What was originally thought to be a Cartoon Network movie promotion gone horribly wrong has now turned out to be a diabolical scheme concocted by the infamous criminal organization known as Team Rocket. According to the crime scene investigators, a pair of Team Rocket agents going by the names of Jesse and James began by disguising themselves as executives from Turner Communications and enacting the so-called promotion for the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. A day later, a talking Meowth disguised as a grade school child was seen entering a local Toys R Us purchasing approximately 100 light bright kits. It seems they anticipated both the city's reaction and the citywide lockdown, for they then disguised themselves as federal agents, and upon completion of the lockdown, proceeded to rob the city blind. By the time local and federal authorities became aware of the scheme, the three individuals had made off with several million dollars from a National Bank, several thousand pounds of food from the local Super Walmarts, and several witnesses saw the trio fleeing the scene in what appeared to be a Meowth-shaped hot air balloon. According to the information received from the recording made of a wiretapped phone call, the three Team Rocket agents plan to use the money and food to host a private screening of the upcoming Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie to which Giovanni, the leader of Team Rocket, will be invited as a VIP. And those have been the questions of the week. And now the question for next week is going to be... A few weeks ago we did a question of the week where we wanted you guys to design a 3D RPG Pokemon game. Well, this week is kind of a little spin on that, and we are going to ask you listeners to help us design a, another type of Pokemon game, any type in particular, that does not follow fall into the RPG area of Pokemon. Preferably something that has not already been done, i.e. no puzzle games, no Pokemon snaps, you know. Just get, do your best, and... I can't wait to read what you guys write next week. Okay, there you go. That was my idea. Where, where mm. is that? Pokemon Snap! Oh, that was your idea? No! <laughs> it's in the chat. I mean, that hasn't been done yet. Topic. hasn't been done. Can it be a strategy RPG like Fire Emblem? Well, why not? Because I had a really good They've idea. Done I, done I want a first-person shooter. Pokemon. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much for that, uh, Satoshi-kun. Um, I just want to take the time here to remind everyone also about the uh, fanfic challenge we have going at the moment. Uh, 
the topic, just uh, for everyone who wasn't listening to last week's cast, was to basically write a fic where Brock, instead of having been interested in older women all this time, uh, has instead been interested in younger women. Bonus points to whoever can include in there uh, Joy and or Jenny hitting on Brock but getting rejected. And uh, extra bonus points if you can include in there Brock rejecting May because she's uh, too developed. There you go. Um, We don't have a prize set up yet. Uh, We'll figure that out as we go along and get more entries to see how many entries we actually get for this. Well, you still have about uh, three or four weeks to go until we'll call that challenge off and uh, put up another challenge. So uh, please write them up and uh, put them on the Bulba Garden Library. Let us know that they're there so we can actually judge them. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll get back to you when we have some uh, good ones to let you all read. Uh, just on the subject of fanfics as well while we're there... Um, if you've been listening to the past few casts, you may remember I've asked everyone a question about uh, basically what should be done with some of the old classic fix of the Pokemon fandom. Uh, there's a lot out there that I believe most people in the fandom uh, wouldn't be aware of. Um, things like, I suppose, Ace Sanchez's Pokemon Master and a lot of other things like that. That, well, Some of these... They finished back in 1999 or 2000, and uh, there's certainly not many active people in the online Pokemon fandom who are even around back then who are left these days. But basically the issue here is, uh, obviously we can't get permission to put these things up from the people themselves. Uh, We've tried contacting these guys, and for the most part that's impossible. Uh, They just don't have the same emails as they used to, and their websites actually don't even exist for the most part. So uh, in that case, where it's impossible to actually get in contact with the authors and get their permission to put their stuff up again and so forth, what should we be doing with that stuff? Do you guys out there feel it would be all right for a site to actually just post that stuff up without permission from the authors just so my fans now can actually see that? I mean, we'd, I of course, really be, believe it would. Of course, we would be putting these up with full tributation, like this is the name of the person, we got the copy that was on this site, so if you have a copy that comes from a site that's more recent, please let us know, remove it if the original author tells us to, so on and so forth. Doing something like this, I'm not entirely comfortable doing it unless I get an idea of what the community thinks about this. Now, I haven't actually posted up a poll on the Bulba Garden forums. I basically just posted it up in the classic fanfics thread you can find in our writer's corner. I may end up posting it as a poll with yes, no, banana. So (laughs) at least give you the opportunity to vote. Obviously, I do not want to be taking someone's work and using it for my own purposes. And uh, This is more of an archive for stuff that is... Yes. Um, yeah. Pretty much I mean, going to vanish after a while. Yeah, I mean, if anyone you know, remembers We're not the, using uh, this for monetary value. You know, or just value. want to yeah. showcase somebody's good work. Yeah. And yeah, well, stuff in, we've enjoyed over the past. Yeah, so please, guys, put these in your um, question of the week responses. If you don't want to put it down in the writer's forum, you can't actually find the topic there. That's yep. fine. We'll get the message. 
just please respond to that question because we really need some input on that. Yeah, we really want to hear your opinions. Japanese fan arts. Now, I'm not going to put these on the site. I'm not unless the Japanese fans do themselves, but I'm just wondering also. I mean, obviously, I've looked at them. Kasumi's looked at them. Uh, PBN, I assume you have. Mm-hmm. Satoshi as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just interested how much of the uh, English-speaking fandoms really seen that sort of stuff. I mean, you've got the image boards now with um, Pocket Monsters image board, and you've had Poke-chan, though that never really caught on originally. So I am wondering, though, what is the best way we could possibly get Japanese fan art out and promote that sort of thing to other people in the fandom? Because well, the image right board now, for one, but getting the, the actual yeah. artist to post it is the mm. real question. I think now that the English-speaking Pokemon fandom is cooperating to a level that we have not seen since the very, very early days of the fandom. Um, back True. in the days when it was the big four with UPN, uh, Bulbagarden, EPM, and Abode. I think that's back before PPN was even around, wasn't it? Uh, you're talking, what, 99? At least, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even build PPN until late 99. Yeah, not since 1999, I think, has the English-speaking Pokemon fandom had this much cooperation. While the English-speaking Pokemon fandom is really cooperating these days, there's only very, very limited cooperation between the sites of different languages. Um, I mean, you've got a bit of cooperation with the German and Japanese ones and uh, Bulba Garden through uh, the Pedia and the affiliations we've got going there, but aside from that, I mean, there's really not much cooperation between the groups of fans, is there? Well, right now, the thing here in, in the Pokemon fandom is the language barrier. You have all your Spanish sites grouping together, your Polish sites grouping together. I've seen some other language sites that are, are mm. trying to work a group together. And, of course, the English sites tend to work among themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Japanese sites, being that the language barrier is even stronger for that, just by the the nature of the Japanese people, they don't like to you know, interact too much. Um, that's the hard one right. to get into and get some kind of sharing going on. Mm. Uh, yeah, I suppose with a fandom where the a target age group of the company is fairly young. It's very difficult to actually get cooperation amongst people with different languages because yeah. you don't have the chance for too many people to... No, I, to. I've, I've seen a, a trend with the Spanish sites especially um, that they're trying to hook up with more English-based sites to kind, mm. of, to kind of do the... Well, typically in the United States, we have a large Spanish-speaking population, right? That's true, yeah. Okay, now, so now they're trying to take advantage been, of that yeah. and get that There's traffic. Also, um, there's also been a hookup of the uh, French sites as well. Um, yeah. I know that uh, the French sites actually, from what I've been mm-hmm. told in the past, seem to be grouped into um, mainland France and France-speaking uh, Quebec sites, and there's very little cooperation between the two groups. But given that you do have people in Quebec who would obviously be speaking both French and English, 
you'd think there should be a bit more cooperation between the English and French sites. But there's not. And that's but sad, there's not. not really. May I offer my opinion? Go ahead. Yep. Um, I really believe that that might actually come in the future. The fact right now that we do have this strong grouping and kind of uh, friendship sort with the American sites is actually going to possibly be a very good thing if DP does as well as some people think it's going to be doing and mm. I think that this is the best time ever for people to actually kind of put aside their differences and once that happens DP is released we might start seeing some more you know the possible French and um, English sites and I also possibly hopefully see the Spanish sites and the English sites being a little bit more friendly to each other as well. This could be a very, very interesting Well, if the game is time. as global as it's hinted at, yes. Mm. That's something that yes. we're going to have to really look into. And if we want uh, the Pokemon you know, game popularity and the whole franchise to be as popular, mm, well, maybe not as popular as it was back in its, in its heyday, but mm. to be popular again, yes, some sort of cooperation is going to have to happen. Indeed. Speaking of which, actually, um, if we have any French or uh, Spanish Pokemon webmasters listening to this cast, uh, we, do. we do have openings for French and Spanish affiliates for the Bulbapedia. If you uh, run one of those major sites there and uh, think you and your community would actually like to give it a shot, so... Uh, Please feel free to contact either myself or Zen Lin if that's the case. So might be able to get something done there. Okay. Of course, with the uh, Wi-Fi thing, there is a debate of whether we should be um, unifying our rules or and standardizing on them, or if we should just let each region have its own customs and only standardized when there are international tournaments, but, well, that's still in the future. Right. I believe that when people used to have international tournaments over net battle and so forth, um, all the Brazilians used to play with exactly the same rules, even actually in their uh, battles between each other. So, uh, Not the Japanese. The, same, the Japanese use different rules to them. Okay. Yeah, they have different customs. For example, the level 50 rule... Mm -hmm. Whereas over here, or rather over there in America, open level is more popular. Okay. Either way, with Wi-Fi, we have the option of forcing the level so that becomes non-issue. Mm -hmm. Oh, you c can you like take a level 100 and force it to level 50? Oh, yes. And they do that in the Battle Tower, too. Oh, great. Oh, nice. yes. Nice. <laughs> great. That's we don't have Uberization. However... There are, there are some rules about that on the Japanese side that make it so that you cannot really take a level 100 and put it in after le using the level 4 thing. They Why say not? that you cannot have Pokemon that have evolved over level 50 or Pokemon that can only be caught above level 50, that kind of thing. Ah, uh, well, that's so, In effect, it, it is still a level 50 rule. But can you that force a Pokemon from though, lower than... Uh, so can you force yes, a Pokemon from lower? Yes, Well, you if you can do that, that shouldn't uh, be too much of a problem. Usually that doesn't go over so well. I remember my first battle, which was a test, really. Eh? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Lost. Yeah. Well, okay. I live, live and learn, right? Or mm. in this case, faint and learn. That guy brought over his Pokemon from, I think, FRLG. He brought over his Aerodactyl. And oh. obviously that was very well trained. So yes. even at level 50, level par. So I'm still lost. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, well, I think perhaps the fact that we haven't had like unified rules before was simply because we weren't cooperating with the intention to get that sort of thing. You well, we had that from the beginning. We didn't really have the... a, a need, did we? Well, we did with Net Battle when all yeah. the Brazilians were using the exact same program, went with pretty much the exact same servers initially. Yeah, but and... Net Battle is kind of like well, a grey area game. It's not. Well, yeah. It's not a sponsored franchise like, let's say, Diamond and Pearl is going to be. Well, yeah, that's and true. And Diamond and Pearl is going to offer some sort of global connection on the Wi-Fi. Mm. We assume that it will, but all these little barriers get in the way. Yeah. Well, mm. see, that's, that's just it right there. That's what we're kind of leading in here is there's going to be barriers because you're going to have people uh, from Japan who already play in the game. And they're going to have North America here getting the game shortly. Mm. And then eventually, of course, uh, South America and Europe will get it. Mm-hmm. And all these people have different languages, different ways to talk to their friends, et cetera, et cetera. Their rules or like your, your style of play is different. Mm. Uh, all that's going to have to be kind of unified uh, globally. And why can't us fan sites do that, you know? We need to set up an organization, ISO for Pokemon. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, it's only going to happen, I think, if the fan sites push it. It's not going to be something that'll just happen naturally. Well, a small amount of it will, but you're right. It's, it needs to be something pushed. Uh, the, the web, us webmasters who, who run larger sites need to get a hold of other webmasters in, in other areas and see if we can't work out some kind of agreement to work together. Yes. Um, I mean, it, it could work, of course, if just... It started with members who speak multiple languages and involve themselves in more than one of the communities. Maybe if we they could... started pushing it, but in the end, it will be something the webmasters have to do because if the webmasters don't jump on board, then it just doesn't work to begin with. What, what if we tried to sponsor a community space site where people from different areas and whatnot can, you know? Sign in, log on, and and you know enter their friend codes and all that that you need to connect with other people. Provide well, a location um, description, game, what you want to do, mm-hmm. type of battle, that kind of thing. Multi language, of course. Mm. Um, where... Like what uh, was done by uh, Philb with the uh, Pokemon Mysterious Dungeon Rescue Board. Yep. Mm, I don't know how he did his. I didn't see it, oh, but. I... It's just a just central a localization location. File. Oh, so say that again, Sam? It's, it's just a localization file, you know, with all the string array and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Mm. I'm just thinking, of, you know, a central site, everybody contributes to it. All the, the major webmasters can work that out if we ever can get that far. Just somewhere for people mm-hmm. all over who are, who are fans can get together, hook up with other fans. Um, you know, recently I was... Where language isn't the just issue. The, just the other day I was drawing up organization chart for Bobo Garden. I, act, I was actually thinking of putting a column there, diplomatic service, but who goes in there? 
practically everyone, or so mm-hmm. we'd hope. Yeah, true. Yeah, but we are but, thinking uh, very specific items like well, ambassador to particular sites or... Yeah. Well. Well, the whole, the whole bottom line here is if Pokemon is to keep, stay as popular as it is and assumed to be here with the Diamond and Pearl release, the various fan sites in the various countries need to work together. We need to yes. pool our resources community. and make the Pokemon community a worldwide community. Yes. Well, going through all these serious topics, I'm not entirely sure if we uh, have enough time to go through any call-ins today. Uh, do we have anyone waiting, or...? I don't think we do. Yeah, there's, there's really nobody waiting in the um, in the call yeah. queue, so let's go ahead and say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, with all that now, um, since we don't actually have any call-ins this week, uh, both because we've taken a bit too much time with these uh, more serious topics, and because uh, it appears that uh, our regular call-ins uh, don't actually seem to be available this week, I guess we'll just go straight into our final thoughts. Uh, anyone want to lead off there? I just want to um, poke people out there about the uh, contest that we're, again, trying to get ran here. We plan to do a little trivia thing with Pokemon Ranger as the theme. The prizes will be Nintendo DS's, the Pokemon Ranger game, some guides, and some other plushies and gimmies. Dates are still to be determined, but we want you to keep checking the uh, website because one day they'll be live and, you know, you could win. So just take a minute and uh, point your browser to www.pokeyleague.net. And that's all I have. Anyone else? I've got a thought. Um, there used to be an anime company, I think there still is, called Central Park Media. And their slogan used to be something of the sort world peace through shared popular culture and i believe that especially with this pokemon scene we have right now is a very important message um shared popular culture and also with the world other pokemon sites of the world i believe right now is really a good time for everyone to get together and just share you know we we're not competing we we got our you know we got things that we do other people do and I really believe that we could mesh very well together if some people would put aside differences and if uh, everyone were to be willing to to cooperate mm-hmm. I think that Diamond and Pearl is going to prove to be a time that no one really wants to get lost or stay on the porch for so to say yeah. Mm-hmm. Pokemon sites of the world unite. Okay, well, um, before we finish up then, I'd just like to remind everyone that uh, if you would like to be a call-in to the Bulbacast, uh, turn up to the Bulbacast channel on irc.pocketmonsters.net. We normally start recording between 9 and 10 on uh, Saturday nights. Try turning up about an hour before that so we can actually uh, make sure to plan enough time you to get in the cast and try to get as many people in there as possible. Casts are generally being recorded every week now, so you shouldn't have any problem just turning up there and getting in. We may or may not, depending on what we have planned, announce a theme for any call-ins we'd like that week, just so we can get them all on the same topic 
Like uh, when we do have the Diamond and Pearl release, when we do a cast for that, obviously we'd like everyone to ask questions relating to that rather than the anime that week. Also, before we go, I'd just like to remind everyone to check out uh, Pocket Gym's Roundtable podcast for all the latest uh, news and events going on in the uh, trading card game community. Uh, I actually made a little appearance on that in this last week, just having a few comments about the release of POP5 and a few other things. Uh, you might hear a few things from me in regards to the trading figure game there soon over the coming weeks. So uh, check it out. Uh, you can find that out at pokerjim.net. Uh, also, there is a link to the actual roundtable discussion forum uh, through the Bulbacast's uh, own switchboard forum on Bulbagarn uh, forums at bmgf.bulbagarn.net. Well, I think that's about it from us here this week. So, Johnny and Mina, and my bye bye, Shuna. Hi. Bye bye. Bye, Nora. Adios. Goodbye.